You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is a special Trubasu Poiskim uh, edition of a programs that we've been calling highlighting the brilliance and Talmudic understanding, uh, the Psokim of Rav Nota, Tzi Greenblatt, Shlita, um, especially today uh, that I felt that as Rav Nota is in a situation where he brought Tfilas and people are um, saying Tilim for him, even the OU and other places, um, we felt that it was a very important, especially that we are Marba Suyas for Rav Nota, especially in the incredible Torah that Rav Nota has given over to so, so many of us, Palpe, uh, but also even have left, has left us also Big Sab and the one of us farm. I just want to say before, you know, it was, it was suggested by one of the people who helped me uh, collect everyone together here and to send out Makairis, uh, our good friend, and I see he's coming in right now, uh, Rabbi Huda Kaplan, that there was a suggestion perhaps that we should say to him. Um, I responded to him based on this piece that you see here up on the board from Rafleima uh, Zalman Oyerbach's The Sefer, Halicha Shloima, that Rafleima Zalman felt that when it came to Tilim, you can see up here, he says, Isn't just that uh, you're saying Tilim, and yeah, I'm just uh, sort of understanding it. Maybe that's me. Now he says, The Iker Milo of Tilim, Al Pipshat, he says, There might be a Milo Sugulis in Tilim, but the major, major Milo in Tilim is Mishum Talmatera. And Rashlemis <laughs> Alman brilliantly brings a riot from the Rambam in Hilchas Avedizora where the Rambam says that the way to use Tehillim, to, to use uh, Torah as a way to be uh, protection, is Kadesh Tagenel of Schus Kriyoson. The Schus that you learned it, not that you Sam said it, but that you actually read it and understand it. And as Rishlam Zalman says, Kloimau, you don't just read them, but you learn them. You understand what's his pshat. Now, of course, Tehillim is different. It's Mesoyer al Bashem, as David Melech himself was. But therefore, when you learn and you understand, and that schuz could be for you or for the And why did we pick Tehillim? Rav Shlomo says because it happens to be the type of thing. That will definitely be ma'ayrer leva adam l'tveikus b'ashem. If he learns it upright, if you learn the psukim and understand the state, you're going to understand it. So obviously, v'kiven shekain pshita should tzarech lahaven perish amila shemaytzimi piv. So obviously, when you say tilim, it can't just be I read the words correctly and I did the right havara, but I have to really understand what I'm saying and I have to be machaven what they mean. I make a connection to myself as well, but it starts with learning. And he says, that was David HaMelech's, uh, and you understand that David said it, and we want to, in a way, emulate David. But he says, Adarabba, if you say Tillim like it's just some sort of magical mantra, you have to be worried what the Rambam says, that it's like Leichesh Alamaka, and it's like Stam, uh, almost a primitive form of Avodah And He says, that's not what Torah is about. So in the spirit of Rishleim Azalman's Yesoid, 
the idea, of course, we would say Tilim and we encourage people to, to say Tilim and be Mispalel, but to also realize that Tilim's the Mile is Limud. And we have a chance now to hear from um, someone who I would say is, is probably the most Sugipast person almost uh, to be able to say over the Torah from uh, his Alta Feter, his Feter, Rav Not, Talmud, a Talmud Choviv, someone who um, and understands him who was able to take a cold call from me and willing to come and be matziyad for him so it's a tremendous host to have Harav uh, the, the, the my Rebbe's son and also my Rebbe in certain ways Rav Menachem, Rav Menachem Greenblatt Shlita the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, the, Rishkoy, the former Rishkoyal, but the Rishkoyal Emeritus, and also the robe of the Gudas Yisrael of St. Louis. Rav Menachem. Thank you very and much. And again, again, I'm just going to ask everybody to please mute themselves to allow Rav Menachem. Uh, uh, we are giving this year as a Swiss Rafu Shlema for my um, great uncle, Rav Menachem Greenblatt, Ben Sarvifka, and uh, Rabbi Kibbalovitz asked me to um, share some different Torah from, from Rav Nata. And so I'd like to do that in the context of um, of the shear with um, using some of his Torah and augmenting it with thoughts of my own or that I was, was inspired by uh, Rav Nata's Torah. I had uh, Baruch Hashem the Swiss for many, many years from the uh, uh, from a child and onward and, uh, and until very recently to be able to uh, learn with him and to uh, talk with him and learning. And uh, he was my... Uh, real, a tremendous um, resource uh, for me all the years that I'm in St. Louis, which is close to 36 after I left the yeshiva, and in preparing shiurim and preparing Devetaira, always calling him and to um, share it with him and get his feedback, and his ha'aras are so uh, insightful, and um, if uh, Vort goes by Ribnata and he accepts it, then you know that you can go to the bank with it. Uh, I, I uh, I always uh, cherish, cherish the opportunity to, to share different Torah with him and to, uh, and to uh, seek his counsel on all matters in Rabbanus. Uh, but today we're talking about his different Torah. He's a, he is a London Muflug who was uh, uh, influenced greatly by a number of his rabbeim, notably among them, uh, with Michal Feinstein, with whom he learned under and uh, learned with and uh, learned by Ralph Soloveitchik when he was a teenager. And of course, he was very close to uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein, as, as everyone on this uh, recording knows. So let me uh, start with um, with something that he uh, said, Benagea uh, Pesach. And uh, I'd like to begin with a ha'ora on my own. Uh, Rabbi Avram, are you going to show this screen now? The difference between the Mayadim and Parshas Emor and the Mayadim and Parshas Pinchas is that in Emor, uh, the mitzvahs of the Yom Tevim are given. That's where we have the mitzvahs of Lulav and Nesrig and Shefer and uh, Matzah and so on and so forth. And the, and the Mayadim that are repeated in Parshas Pinchas, it is for the Tachlis of giving us the various Karbonas that are brought on those Yom Tevim. So Emor is the Parsha of the Mitzvah Hayyim. And Pinchas, ostensibly, is the parsha of the Karbonas Hayyim. So I'd like to begin with uh, my Ha'ora um, uh, in Parshas Pinchas. It's Perich of Ches, Pasuk Tezayin, Uvachodesh HaRishon, Ba'arba'as Hayyim, Lachodesh Pesach Hashem. 
So in the first month, which is Nisan, on the 14th day, it's Pesach Hashem. Pesach Hashem is understood to mean it's the day that you bring the carbon Pesach. And then it's a Chag Shivas Yomim, and the carbonas that are brought are enumerated there. The question is, why does the carbon Pesach find its way in Parshas Pinchas? Carbon Pesach, of course, is a carbon that it's brought um, in terms of the net of the ness of Pesach, as the Sipurna explains, based on the Pasuk of Martim Zavach Pesach, Asha Pasach Hashem, Abate Mitzrayim, and Abate Shah, that the Rebunishulaylam, he made a psicha. He passed over the homes of the Jews when he smote the Mitzrayim. So that's why we bring a Karpesa to celebrate that point. But actually, the Gimel Regolim, Sholish Regolim, they only start on Pesach itself. So in our minds, we always will bring together uh, everything in Pesach is all one. Yeah, Erev Pesach, Karpen Pesach. But actually, Karpen Pesach is not one of the Karbonas of the Me'adim. It's not one of the Karbonas Achag. It's a carbon that's brought air of Pesach. So why does it find its way in Parshas Pinchas? So at the end of this year, I will hopefully answer Bezer Hashem this Ha'ora. I'd like to start with the piece in the Kareach Sada, which is based on the Psukim in Parshas Re'eh. In Parshas Re'eh, in uh, Perak to Zion, do we have the uh, Marmachimus Parshas Re'eh? Yeah. Shomer Sachadisha Aviv to observe the Khadish of Asisa Pesach Lashem Lakacha and you should make Pesach. What does the word Pesach here mean? It means carbon Pesach. That's what the Gemara in Zavachim and Dav Zayin Amadbeis understands Vasisa Pesach. From there it learns out that the Din Pesach needs the carbon needs Lishma. So the word Vasisa Pesach doesn't mean make the holiday of Pesach. It means you should perform the mitzvah of carbon Pesach. And the next pasuk after that as well, the zavachta pesach l'Hashem alakecha, and you will bring the pesach. Um, then it says as follows: Do not eat olav. What does the word olav mean? So as we've done in the sefer, olav commonly means together with. Do not eat together with the carbon pesach chametz for seven, but for seven days. Menachem, I just want to once again, I please ask everyone to please uh, to eat chametz, the mitzvah to eat matzah, and then a pasuk dalav v'lo yirolecha sa'ar, and there's an isra by yirolecha matzah. So he he asks the question. He says that what is the connection between the uh, the isra chametz, the isra vachilas chametz, the mitzvah, the isra by yirolecha, the mitzvah to eat matzah. What is it doing in this parsha in parsha Israel? Uh, speaking about the carbon uh, Pesach. And moreover, the word olav, it's a connection. There's a link that bring the carbon Pesach and don't eat together with it matzah. You should eat, uh, you don't eat chametz. You should eat matzah. You should not be over by matzah. So Rebnatha wants to say, and this is the Chiddush from which uh, everything spirals out. He wants to understand, and we'll expand on this, that although it is true that when there's not a mitzvah of carbon Pesach that can be performed like nowadays, there's still an iser to eat chametz, there's still an iser to be in possession of chametz. But in his Lushan, he says, the Cholzais kulam hoyu me'inyan carbon Pesach, they are all 
related to carbon Pesach, and they come because of the carbon Pesach. I would say in my language that carbon Pesach is the is the uh, engine that generates the whole union of chametz matzah. It's true that we don't have a carbon Pesach nowadays, but the aside characteristically, the iser of chametz and the mitzvah of matzah, they flow on some level from the carbon Pesach itself. And that's why the Torah links in this parsha for A, uh, the mitzvahs of Bayira, the mitzvah, the Isra of Achilles Chametz, the mitzvah of Achilles Mata, it's a Lysachal Olaf Chametz Shivas Yamim. It's a mitzvah to, not to eat Chametz, it's a mitzvah to eat Matzah, but it's an Olaf. It is generated by, it is the trigger. That might be a better word that uh, I'm not talking about in the Lamaisa sense, but in the conception and the hisavus of the Iser Bayiro and Achilles Chomets in the hisavus of Iser, it was triggered by the mitzvah of Karpen Pesach. And that explains those links. And he goes further with this. The Gemara B'Sochim on Daf Tzadik Hay says, regarding the mitzvah Pesach Sheni, Kachol Chukas HaPesach Yasa, I say, that the Karpen Pesach Sheni should be performed like the Karpen Pesach Rishon. And the Gemara says, Yoch, I would think, that if it shares various mitzvahs, the Pesach Rishon, Keshem Rishon that in the same way that there's an Isser Bal by Pesach Rishon, that there should be an Isser Bal Pesach Sheni. So the question is, why would you say that? It's Kechukas HaPesach. Kechukas HaPesach is the halachas that are nagir, the Karm Pesach itself. Like Etzem Laisish Berubayim. But the Achila of Chometz, and he says we're talking beyond the Isser of Losishchad al Chometz Dam Zivchi. Of course, that applies. You would think that that applies because that's in the carbon itself. But the Bayerov, Ayemotse, it doesn't seem to be related to the mitzvah of carbon Pesach. So why is there a Havamin in the Gemara and Sadi Hay that in the same way that there's an Isser Bayerov by Pesach Rishon, that there's an Isser of Bayerov and Pesach Sheni? Moreover, there is a Sifri and Parshas Baal that has a havamina, that the same way that by Pesach Rishon, there's an Isser Chometz and there's a Mitzvah Te'imatza called Shiva, so the same would be true of Pesach Sheni. So according to the havamina in, in the in the Sifri, that comes Pesach Sheni, it's in the month of Iyar, it's, it's, it's a month after Pesach, but the Mitzvah of Korban Pesach would activate that there's an Isser Achilles Chometz and there's a Mitzvah Te'imatza for seven days. Hayatochen, such a thing? He says, Rebnata says, is there a Hava meaning the Gemara that the carbon Pesach would generate an Isser Malacha, a Mikra Kodesh for seven days? Of course not, because the Mikra Kodesh or the the, the Isser Malacha of, of, of the seven days of Pesach, that's not related to the carbon Pesach itself. One would never uh, refer to that as Kachukas Pesach. So why is the Gemara referring to Bayerov Ayimotzei? As a chukas pesach, how is that carbon pesach centric? That is Rabbi So he says, Reb Nata, that's exactly the point he's coming to make. That the carbon pesach is that mitzvah which generates, which triggers the mitzvah and the iser of, of, of chametz, the mitzvah of matzah. And therefore, one would think, if not for the Xerzakosov that excludes that, there in the Gemara and hey, so one would think that uh, along with the Karben Pesach, there's an Isser 
uh, of Bayeroi. Interesting. And so, therefore, that's how he comes away in this piece in Kareh Soda to explain the Parshas in Re'eh. So the Pasuk is giving us the mitzvah of carbon Pesach. And this carbon Pesach is a mitzvah. This carbon generates the Israel Leisorchel Olof Chametz and Shiva Shemem Teichel Olof Matzis and Viter the Israel of Bayerov Vayimotze. So this is a, uh, a, almost an eye-opening um, chiddish in terms of how to understand the Yisrael of Chametz and Matzah. So what I'd like to um, be Meirer based on that a couple of things. I just came upon this over Yomtev. It's the Gemara on the Tzadik Vod. The Mishnah says, Maben Pesach Mitzrayim Pesach Doris. What is the difference between the carbon Pesach that was brought in Mitzrayim and the carbon Pesach of future generations? So the Gemara lists a number of things. Pesach Mitzrayim, Mechum, Ibe'osor. They had it designated on the 10th day of the month, which is not true by by subsequent uh, Karbonus Pesach, Toin Hazoi Bagudus Ezev, Allah Mashka, if it requires the sprinkling of the blood on the doorpost and in the lintel, that was a Mitzrayim. Benecha Bechipozen, it's eaten hastily, that's Pesach Mitzrayim. Then the Mishnah says something that's very difficult to understand. It's Belayla Echad in one night, Baru Pesach Doris, but the Pesach for gen- future generations is Noik Koshiv, is Noik all seven days. Asks the Gemara, what does that mean? Pesach Doris is not called Shiva. Uh, the, you're talking about the current Pesach in this mission. The current Pesach is not for seven days. Pesach called Shiva Mi'ika. Ella, the Gemara says that part of the Mishnah is now talking about Chomets. It means to say as follows. Whereas Chomets of Pesach Mitzrayim was only Laila Echad for one night, but the Pesach of Doris is for all se- seven days. So the Gemara says, Pesach Mitzrayim, the Isra of Chomets only existed for one night and only applied for the night of the Karben Pesach, the Sulo, and not more, but Tanya, didn't we learn, Rabbi Yosef, I believe, I mean, in the Pesach Mitzrayim, she'en chimutzen noyeg eliyam echad. How do I know that the Isra Chomets, that, uh, that, that uh, was like, yeah, in Karben Pesach Mitzrayim was only one day, it says, do not eat chametz, and juxtaposed to that pasuk of, it says, that today you are leaving, they left during the day. So therefore, the Hekish tells me that the you're leaving in the day, so also applies during the day. So that the Karm Pesach was shechted on Yodal, it was eaten at night, and the Isra Chometz was that night, and the next day, the day of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Or Pesach Doris, but Pesach Doris by Yeroy is for all seven days. That's how the Gemara learns the Mishnah. So it comes out that Pesach Mitzrayim, the Isra by Yeroy was the night of Pesach and the next day. I'd like to sh- point out two Ha'aras. One is in the Loshan, not the most, most earth-shattering diak, but a diak uh, nonetheless. Reb Yosek Lili says, again, the Loshan is Minayin Pesach Mitzrayim, how do you know Pesach Mitzrayim that its chimots, the possessive its, its chimots, it should say, what's chimutsai? Chimutsai means the possessive chomets. It's the chomets that belongs to the carbon Pesach. We find the word chimutsai in Kolsha, but what is the possessive chimutsai? I think it's partial because according to the way Rabnata's learning, the 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 Isra is a byproduct of the carbon pesach. 
That's what triggers it. So it's chimut sainayik, the chimuts that stems, that flows from the carbon Pesach is naik one day. But I want to make even a bigger diak, and that is Rabbi Yisak Lili's Loshin. Minayin le Pesach Mitzrayim. How do I know the Pesach Mitzrayim? She'en chimut sainayik elayoymechot, that it only applies for one day. It only applies for one day. That means, but what would I have thought if not for the Xerxes of, of the Hekish? I would have thought it applies more than one day, all seven days. Again, right? as opposed to what? As opposed to all seven days. Now let's understand, why would Pesach Mitzrayim, why would the Ishebayu apply for seven days? It was not Yontif. They weren't not Yontif. It wasn't seven days of Pesach. They left Mitzrayim. They're, they're trekking in the Midbar. There's Kriya Samsif the last day. So why would there be an Isser of Chomets if not for the Xer Sakosa that tells me it's only one day? You think it's seven days. The Teretz is because, again, it flows from the, from the carbon Pesach. And if a carbon Pesach carries with it the Isser of Chomets for seven days, Ladiris, so it's a dinner of the carbon Pesach that the Chomets is Usser. The Chomets is Usser seven days because of the carbon Pesach. So therefore, the Havamina would be that that carbon Pesach is Moilid. It gives birth to an Isser of Koritz, which is not limited to one day. It's a carbon Pesach centric Isser, as I said earlier, and therefore it would last for seven days. Kamash Melanda Hekish know that there's Xerxes of Hayematem Yotzim, it's only knowing that day. That's what I think. Porshib Shad, the fact in the whole Sugya speaks this, that the whole Isser Chomitz is linked to the carbon Pesach itself and not to, and not to, the, not to the Yom Tif. Once we say that, so. I'd like to go back to, um, so, so that piece that I just told you was not from Rabnata. That was my own based on what he was, uh, what, 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 what he suggested in Parshas Re'e. But I'd like to get back to Parshas Pinchas. And I, I started with the question, why is the, why does the Torah give us the mitzvah of Pesach, of Pesach and Parshas Pinchas? Parshas Pinchas is talking about the, the Karbonus of the Mayadim. It's a carbon Pesach, is not a Pesach, it's not like a carbon Musaf, it's a carbonus Musaf. What does it have to do with, 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 with carbon Pesach? I'd like to suggest as follows. You'll also notice in Parshas Pinchas that the Torah doesn't give us the mitzvah Hayyim. No, you'll notice of Achodesh Ashvi, when we talk about the mitzvah of Chamisha saying Achodesh Ashvi on the 15th day of the seventh month, which is Sukkot, Mikra Kodesh, the Chagosim Chag Shibashem, you'll celebrate it for seven days, they craft it. Doesn't say one word about sitting in a Sukkot, doesn't say one word about Lulav and Esrik, because this is not the place in Parshat's Pinchas for the mitzvah Hayyim. That's Emor. That's Emor. Ah, you'll ask a question. So why does it say Matzasi Ochel if that's a Mitzvah Hayyim? So I spoke about this with Reb a number of years ago. And, and, and uh, the way he understood this was that Matzasi Ochel is not the Mitzvah Hayyim of Pesach, but it is the definition of Pesach. That what makes Pesach Pesach is, it's a time when you use the word Matzasi Ochel, that is linked together with the Israelis Chametz. Don't eat Chametz, but eat Matzah. Don't eat Chametz, but eat Matzah. The Archashulchan learns, even though there's only a mitzvah to eat Matzah the first night, 
But the Ratzon Atari is to eat matzah all seven days. I'm not even going with the Vilna Gaon who says there's a Kiyah Mitzvah all seven days. But the whole characterization of Pesach, the whole Metzius of Pesach is, it's a day of Chometz and Matzah. That's what it is. That defines the day. The Matzah si Ochel is not the Mitzvah Sayyim. The Mitzvah, the Mitzvah Chiyuvis would be Be'erav Teichlu Matzah, which is not in this parsha. But Matzah si Ochel means what are these seven days? What characterizes the seven days? They are days of Matzah si Ochel, which is Matzah Chometz, Matzah slash Israel Chometz. And that really makes sense why this is this is here, even though the rest of the mitzvahs here, you'll look in the parsha after the shear. You might have a question from Rosh Hashanah where it says Yem Azikaren. That also ties with another understanding of Shtikol Torah, how the Yem Azikaren, Reb says in a different piece, that it's not so much that, that there's a mitzvah to blow, a mitzvah chiyubis, that's much, the Torah is saying it in a passive way, that we create the Yem Azikaren by blowing the shaifer. It's not for this year, but it's, I'm coming to deflect. Yeah, it says Yom Trua there. Yom Trua, I'm sorry, Yom Trua, Yom Trua, because we make it into a Yom Hadim, we make it into a Yom Trua by blowing the Shafer. That's in and of itself um, uh, 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 another shear that he has in Parsha's Pinchas. But in terms of what we need to take away in this Parsha, that the Chamisha Sayyem Lachadish is a Chokshu means the Mahus of Pesach is, it's a day of, of Matzah. Slash Isser Chometz. So I would like to suggest that that's the reason why the the parsha begins with the carbon Pesach. It's almost as if to I'll use the word to justify to justify why is it that we're how is it that the Hamisha Asayan, that how is it that the 15th day of Nisan is a day of Matzitzi Ochil? It's because since it's a Pesach Hashem, you bring the Pesach on the 14th, that Korban Pesach generates the Isser of Chometz and it brings it about the Mitzvah Matzah, and therefore it's a Hakdoma. The Pesach Hashem is a Hakdoma to the Mayat of Pesach in the sense that the whole Mitzvah of Pesach, which is a day, of matzah slash Israel Chometz, it became such from the carbon Pesach that was brought on the 14th. So it's not so much as giving me the mitzvah of carbon Pesach, but it's to teach for me. It is in order to describe, to define for me what Pesach is. Pesach is a day of Chometz and matzah. That comes from the carbon Pesach that was brought in Yudala. That's why it begins with Pesach Hashem. So just like to maybe conclude with, with a thought related to this that there is a very interesting mechilta um, in Parshas Bai that really doesn't make any sense without the girsa of the Vilna guy and the Grog. The, the, to, to make it very short, the Pasuk in Parshas Bai, Yud Gimel Vav says, matzis, eat matzis for seven days, and the very next Pasuk says, matzis yeochel, you should eat matzis for the seven days. So the, so the Mechilta says, and I'm going to read it with the Groz Girsa. Why does it say a second time to eat matzah? Because we learn. From six hours and onwards. Erev Pesach. Okay, those of you who are familiar, there's a Machlakis Rishayim. There's an Eidi Behud on this. What does the Isra Bayira start? Uh, but, but of course, Achila starts from six hours in the afternoon. 
So I would say, So it says the gra, this is how your gra is. Yochel, I might think, Afachilis matzah mishashos, that the, mitz, the mitzvah to eat matzah starts from six hours of Erev Pesach. That means if not for the second Pesach of Matzah, I would think that the mitzvah of eating matzah begins on Erev Pesach. Now let's ask ourselves a question. There's no mitzvah to eat matzah except the first night. Erev matzah. So what would I have thought? I know I'm not allowed to eat chametz. I would think there's a mitzvah, chiyuvis, to eat matzah. I wouldn't think that either, because there cannot be a greater mitzvah, chiyuvis, to eat matzah, era Pesach, than there would have been the other seven days from which we're learning shivas yam matzah si ochel. So what is the hava mina? What is it that, that what would exist, mishes, from the sixth hour? So I believe that the Vilna Gain here is lishitasai, because the Vilna Gain, as I mentioned earlier, learns that whenever you eat matzah throughout the entire Pesach, you have a mitzvah kiyumis. Not a mitzvah chiyumis, but a mitzvah kiyumis. So I think he's learning that the havamina would have been that although there's no chiv to eat matzah erev Pesach, but if you do eat matzah, you'll have a mitzvah kiyumis, just like you have a mitzvah kiyumis all seven days. So only the guy in Lashitasai who understands that he can be gerus this in the mechilta. But if you don't learn like the Vilna Goyen, it's very hard to have this girsa. That, that he's gorgeous because what kind of mitzvah would there be in, on, on Arab Pesach? So that's what I, that's why I just wanted to add that uh, in terms of uh, now, now the same could be true. The same could be true. You could say, what would have been the Havamina? I said the Bahalosla, there's a Sifri that says, I have a Havamina that on Pesach Sheni that activates a mitzvah of Matzah Kol Shiva. Matzah Kol Shiva? How's that Shayach? How's Matzah Shiva Kol Shayach? Uh, there, there's no bear of time. What does it mean? There's, it means if you're going to eat anything, you should eat matzah. That would also maybe be a shikal riot to the gun, because otherwise, if you don't look like the other Rishayna, what should you do those seven days? You just have to tell me that there's that there's an isra of achilas chametz, but what does it mean? There's a mitzvah to eat matzah. There's no mitzvah to eat matzah the rest of uh, Pesach Rishon for seven days. According to the Vilna Gun, there's a mitzvah kiyumis. So maybe that's the havamin of the Sifri and Baalaisa. Or if you don't want to say that drastically, you could say that the Lushen, that there's an Issa to eat uh, chametz and a mitzvah to eat matzah, it goes hand in hand. It means, it's again, it's coming to connote this whole idea that it's b'metzias, it's a day of no chametz, but only matzah. No chametz, but only matzah. And that would have been activated again by the Karm Pesach for all seven days. So this is Adkan, the... Um, Menachem, you can say a shtikl raya, you know, first of all, it could be bait on, on what you're saying over from Rav Nota as well, because once the Korban Pesach, even though there's no mitzvah sachilas Korban Pesach, but the mitzvah of the Korban Pesach going la Hashem, Pesach la Hashem means it was the shchita la Hashem, that could also generate the avir of achilas matzah. And you could, another raya ladovers is the Yershalmi that says that it's kebayal rusosu bebeis chomov. Yeah, 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 but you have so, to understand that the bayalal rusosu bebeis chomov comes only after, only comes after the fact that there's no mitzvah to eat it. No, chashtay, no. But if but there would have been a mitzvah, there wouldn't be the Yershalmi. No, no, but I'm saying arusosu means you have a kesher. In other words, the truth oh, is... You're saying makshavadik. Listen, let me one thing. If this is a shir for Begabaita Rabnata, we cannot mix it about Rabnata. I say Jewish, I say Machshava, yeah. you say better Machshava than me. 
But one thing is, when you're talking, learn to Reb not to leave Machshava out. Right, not right. Leave the Moser and leave the Machshava. Yeah, out. But Arusa is is even Alpi Halacha Arusa Vaistois. There's a there's a Kesher already, right? That you, it's you're subundant to it. The Vard is there's there, right? It's, but it, otherwise, it's not by Arusa say. What do you mean by Arusa say? There's no mitzvah at all. In other words, if if if, if you're by Arusa say, you're beetzim. That's your isha, nervous. But but uh, but if matzah has no kesher bechlau, how could you call it narusa? I don't think yeah. it's drush. I think yes. it's, I, th- I think Rav Nota, we could call him up, but I think Rav Nota would be masking that it's that's a shtickle sniff a riot to what you're saying. Okay, uh, well, s- respectfully, since you're the host, I will not think so. You're the host. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to help if, you. If I decided that I don't want to be invited back, I take you on the mat on this. But I'm willing to go right now. But now that you're talking about it's a very interesting thing. The Maharil uh, says that you can't eat matzah erev pesach for the witzes you shall me, and the Rishonim say because what's what's the kesher? Because just like your um, just like in Arusa's Aser Lubaila before the Sheva Brachas, the Brachas of uh, the Brachas of Birchas Nesuin. So also Matzah is not eaten at the Seder until you're Matra with the seven Brachas. There's yeah. Kiddush, there's Yayin, there's Shachiyana. They recognize, the Rishonim recognize the seven Brachas that are recited at the Seder before you eat. So I just had an interesting thought because when when the um, when the Maril says that Katanim could eat Erev Pesach, Gedolim can, and then he says, Noshim Chayiv and Dalakaisis because Afein Hayivaisanes. It doesn't belong there. He's talking about Yain in a different place of the Maril. Why does he bring in right now the Isser, the, the Mitzvah? So I wanted there. to say, because if women would be putter in Dalakaisis, they wouldn't have the Sheva Brachas. And therefore, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be bound by the Yushami sister because they don't need seven brachas to be mocked because they don't have seven brachas anyway. So therefore, the, the my real wants to tell you right now that they're chayv and dalakaisis, again, to justify why there's an Yisra. I want to tell you, the Seder, the, the Psalka Maril is, is very mishuldrish, as you know. If you take a look at the scientific editions, they're very, and Benny, I know you could be masking to that, but again, Menachem, it's a good drush. <laughs> it's a, that might be yeah this i would not tell you see there's certain things uh, those of you who know not to know you don't dare uh talk to him about certain to make, give him certain spars that probably one of the supreme compliments i ever got paid was he was in st louis once a number of years ago and i had a machshava not a machshava in jewish but uh, i loved this it had to do with yuma and uh, i was driving him to my daughter's house where he was sleeping that night and I told him my vart, and I dropped him off. It was about 10.30 at night. He had written a couple of gittin that day. And then I got home, and the phone rings. And I answered the phone. I said, yeah. He says, I'm just thinking about what you told me. Ich bin the spoil from the vart. <laughs> that got me going ad hayoyim. I can't remember if I ever got a greater compliment. So if he was macabre what you said, that's gavalik. That's good enough. But to say, ich bin the spoil from the vart. So uh, that is the greatest uh, accolade I, I, I forgot. Uh, certainly from him, maybe from anyone. Anyway, it was a pleasure. Uh, well, Menachem, I just wanted, I, can I wrap this up just with, I want to get in the Kuda, and I think all the Talmidim here from Rav, Rav, um, from Rav Nota that we have, I think all of them perhaps could agree to this. Um, and it's a, um, we know the Pasuk says in Parshas Vayero, that uh, and Lait, of course, sees them. The Pesach says they were Malochim that came to Stoim. So Rashi points out from Chazal, from the Medrash, later in Parshas Vayera, they're called Anoshim. Lahalon could be earlier, the way some of Farshim learn in par- earlier, 
by Avram Avinu. So, so he says, So that would be, of course, that when they were doing uh, an Avoida for the Shechina, which could be later when they were Matzel Leit, or when they were by Avram, then their Darga went down. Then they were like Anoshim. But here, since the Shechina wasn't there, they're called Malochim. But it's a Dover Acher, which I want to share with everyone. Dover Acher, Eitzel Avram Shekoichi Godel, Voy Malochim Tedir Netzloi, Kanoshim. There it's by Avram. Now, both of both Avram and Leit didn't know that the Malochim were Malochim yet. Avram Farkert, he thought that they were people, and that was his big, that was the big Tainuk that Avram had, that he was able to be Makai But by Avram, Malochim were always there. Malochim were Tadir and Etzloi. So Mimeva, they were Kanoshim. So therefore, the Pusik and Avram also, the Pusik refers to them as Anoshim. Avaloit Karin Malochim. Now we know Leit learned from Avram, and Leit wanted to do Achnosis Orchim. He was Taka Chayzer do Achnosis Orchim in the biggest way. But Sof Kol Sof, the Torah calls them Malachim by Leit because, in a way, they were beyond him. Mashenke by by Avram, Einachinami. They were they were Malachim, but Avram was uh, the Eitan Oritz, the the uh, the Yisoid of Kol Anushis of Klal Yisrael. They it was Taka. They were Anoshim by Avram. So I think in terms of what we've, uh, 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 from Ravnota, and Ravnota himself as well, shared with us so much about the the uh, the people that were Rabbonim, Mufakim. The Sichas Chulun of Ravnota is so givaldic, and those, the Talmidim here know that. Avada, the Torah is incredible, but the Ben Ashurais and the Sichas Chulun of what he told us about the G'dayla Yisrael consistently, of who they were and what they were about, there is a way, there's a late Mahalach, and that is, yeah, I know who these G'daylam are, but they're like frozen to me. They're like these tzaddikim elyonim that Mimele, you talk about them in such rarefied terms that they don't have any shaykhaz pachlal to you even. Alachas kama for the next door. By Avram Avinu, there's the, the darga that enachinami, you could talk of privizach, you can spiel with, with these, with these malochim like people. And by Ravnota, it was zikr, it was always true that it was like anoshim by him. He told us about these chevra. He gave us a, a, a sense of who we could aspire to be like. And he himself was, of course, the most, he's always the most immense person that you could relate to as, as, as a person. So I think Menachem, in many ways, I just wanted to share that with you as, as that that was a, that's something that I think Rav Nota has taught us all uh, about uh, that there was each one was a different personality, whether it was the Briskerov, whether it was Rav Michel. Rav Nota would give us so much about them that, 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 humanize them in a way that we could relate to them. And it wasn't something, oh, there's, there's no way Shaykh. And I would say for all the Memphis people that are here, and I include my, my older brother, my oldest brother who's here, and other Memphis people, Yehuda, Yehuda Kaplan and others that I might be missing, uh, Rav David, of course, that Rav Nota, was, his Rav Nota remains the reason why so many of us in this Kleina Darfala on the bluffs of the Mississippi aspired to become something, to actually, right? Rav Nota was really the Kayach that, as you said, Menachem, the trigger, the catalyst, and beyond. And part of it was because we see him as such a Ben Odom that we could relate to, and also about what he told us about those Darfala. Anyway, that's a little, uh, or, uh, I don't know if you're, again, 
uh, and, and as, as Jeffrey uh, Yehuda pointed out, Ms. Omar Bazain and Suyas and Amir Astilim, whatever it is, um, uh, for a foolish lame of Mehra, for Rav Notam. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 